0: He'll make it all Whatever you want, whatever you want, God is, able. God is able. Whatever you need, whatever you need, He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever, is whatever is broken, He can fix it. He can fix Uh, through our app, and um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that, we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry, and if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give website, and on our app, uh, Givelify, shall we pray, oh gracious Father in heaven, we come again, Thanking you for another week, not promised. We ask you for your power, your presence, and your peace, Lord. Whatever you do for us, well, we thank you for that and what you're going to do in the future. Bless those under the sound of my voice, Lord. Recognize who has all power. Call on your name, Lord, and you shall deliver. Bless us now, this weak, feeble servant that I am, Lord. Increase you, decrease me. and let your word go forth. Be a blessing to someone. Bless the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart that be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, new series starting this week. And uh, uh, title of the series, and the Lord says the same, we'll continue with it. Uh, it's all about the kingdom. Uh, it's all about the kingdom. Uh, again, in the book of Acts, chapter 3. Uh, we'll see the story with Peter and John uh, on their, uh, leaving from Pentecost, uh, heading up to the temple for uh, worship, for prayer. Uh, Acts chapter three, uh, verse one will be our starting point. I'll be reading from the CSB translation, whatever translation you have, we do ask that you follow along. Acts chapter 3, verse 1, shall begin. Reads this, Dr. Luke writes, Now Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. A man who was lame from birth was being carried there. He was placed each day at the temple, gate called Beautiful, so that he could beg from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked for money. Peter, along with John, looked straight at him and said, look at us. So he turned to them, expecting to get something from them. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get up and walk. Then, taking him by the right hand, he raised him up. And at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped up and started to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. All of the people saw him walking and praising God, and they were they recognized that he was the one who used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. The grass withers and the flower fades away. But the word of our God shall stand forever. Then taking him by the right hand, raised him up. And at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped up and started to walk. And he entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. I just want to tie this text this morning for a few minutes on our podcast uh, this week. I'll be coming into... Uh, another week of July. I just want to tag this limping in, leaping out. Limping in and leaping out. Uh, This man at the temple gate, he does the opposite because some of us, we limp in church, but we'll leap out once we get good news. He was on the outside and was able to limp in but he was out according to the rules and traditions of the synagogue but uh, this morning we'll look at the transition from this lame man into the life of us the believers if you are like me and my wife uh, we had children uh, they were younger at some point you had the thought and probably enacted like we did the idea to get a larger vehicle and if you were like us, the four-door sedans became too small to transport all of the children at one time. When we get a vehicle, uh, a new vehicle, a new larger vehicle, you uh, begin to see we begin to see all the other vehicles that look like our vehicle. I would say that I did not know that there were so many of these types of this vehicle being driven. Isn't it just like that in life? You don't notice some things until you are exposed to those things. Then you see it everywhere you go. The man in the text had been sitting at the gate called Beautiful for many years, and Peter and John had passed him, I'm assuming with Jesus, uh, many a time. In the past, but had not noticed him until they had experienced some things in their lives. Jesus could have healed this man before, but Jesus, uh, as he stated in the scripture, was here to reveal, not just heal, reveal the kingdom of God. Maybe the man wasn't ready for deliverance back then as well. So Peter and John came at the right time that a deliverance could take place. And so much there I could go into contextually that sometimes we are not ready for what we actually are in asking God for. We're not ready. But since they had been filled with the Holy Spirit and were no longer competing for greatness, but working faithfully together to build the church, They could start seeing some things that they had missed before. Oh, my brothers and sisters, just like a new vehicle brings new vision to you. You start seeing it more. A new life experience can change your vision, your attitude, your situation for the better. We can get more accomplished together when we start seeing things in a new light. Well, one thing I can say, and most of us need to make sure we'll do, one thing this man wanted was a change. And if I might put a parenthetical pause right in there, some of us do not want to change the condition we're in. We just want to be pacified and pat on the back and told that you can stay the way you are. You have to want a change. And that leads me to my first point of hopeless resignation. Uh, most broken people, such as this man, have resigned themselves to a miserable existence. Oh, so, my brothers and sisters, if you don't want to change, you'll stay just like you are, where you are, with who you are. The Bible said the text said they Peter and John went up to the temple. Man was lame, being carried there from birth. Can I give you a little bit of historical background? The law of Moses stated that only men who were ceremonially clean and fully intact could enter the temple for worship. Uh, Brother and sister, I'm glad that's not the rule for today because we had to be correct coming in the church. Some of us couldn't come in. We had to stand outside like this man theology of that day said that he was crippled because of sin in his family. His place in life was to sit by the gate and beg for loose change his entire life. Huh? But aren't you glad that we don't live in those days, those times, those traditions? Now, oh, wait a minute. Some of us do want to pull down some traditions sometimes. We want to pull down some rituals that have no business being in church now in 2021. But we will hold somebody accountable for something that we think should still be part of the church. Now, please, Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. Aren't you glad that Peter and John did not adhere to the place of not communicating, associating with those who are not in the same class as they were. And if we had right now, truth be told, we had somebody passing the mic, some of us have felt that way in our lives before. Where well, people look down on you and they stepped over you and looked over you and looked around you and made sure not to speak to you. You know who I'm talking about. Somebody under the sound of my voice knows what this lame man was going through sitting outside the temple gate. Only time, only thing now is that we're sitting in church, <laughs> acting like we better than somebody else, acting like we too good to speak to somebody, acting like everybody else is beneath us, and we are up here. You know, if some of us can't say amen, just say ouch, because some of us may have been the ones looking down at folk. But thank God, Peter and John represented the church. They were the apostles. Let's look at this from the apostles' viewpoint. They... um. We identify with the apostles. Uh, We should be as a church offering a place of healing to others by including them in the the community of faith. See, notice that Peter did not require the lame man to have belief in Christ before offering him healing. Ah. Ah, Boy, that's deep, man. That's a whole other sermon. But it was Peter's belief in Christ that affected the healing. See, I I don't have a lot of time to put that in, but can I? Sometimes you got your faith in people who have no faith in Christ. Uh, Priest, Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Some of us put our faith in folk who have no faith in Christ, and you're wondering why you're still in the same spot spiritually. Some of you still in the same spot financially and relationship-wise because you are not putting your faith in Christ, you're putting your hope in man. Yeah, Peter didn't ask the man to prove, prove that he he loved Jesus before he offered healing to him. Peter's belief was enough to affect the man himself. Huh? That's good news to know right there. How you living your life? Are you putting your faith in Christ? Are you strong enough in your walk to where you can't be sidetracked by people, places or things? Are you putting enough work in, time in the word so that people can identify Christ in you? Church, we can't just go around not accepting only those who believe and act like us. That's the case. Nobody be in church. Church become a country club. Church becomes a club where only we got certain members who can come because they fit a certain quota or income tax bracket or drive a certain car or live in a certain neighborhood. We can't be judging folk based on what they look like if they don't look like us. What we should be is offering healing to anybody. Socioeconomic status uh, unnecessary. Immigrants, disabled, different people of different races and ethnic backgrounds. Even the sexual orientations of folk, this fluid gender transgender mess, binary stuff. We ought to just give them Jesus. Tell the church all the time. It's not our job to clean folk up. Just get them to church. Get them to Jesus. Jesus will do the cleaning. We just leave them and meet them as they are. Bring them to the church. That's what the church has had a long time of, the gift of inclusion not separation but inclusion where we include everybody and let jesus take care of the rest well this man was sitting on the outside of the gates without hope without help and without hope yeah those in the pews see ourselves individuals who experienced uh, or experiencing healing by inclusion in the church, but those with help and those without, those without help and those without hope. Truth be told, our culture is full of broken people, miserable people, people just trying to get through the day. Just like seeing he was born into this condition could not rescue himself. And there was no track record. And Dr. Luke was very meticulous in his nose. He's a doctor. No re- track record of health and victory. No way to break out of his condition. And if you stuck in the same ratty condition, broken down, miserable life, you could be very bitter and despondent. <laughs> People walk by you. They couldn't give this man, just like some folk can give you or us the help that we truly need. Simply hanging out at church can't make the difference. I mean, you you got a lot of folk who have been coming to church for years, but have not changed their status on Facebook with Jesus to relationship because they have no relationship with Jesus. Hanging out at church don't merely mean you're going to be saved. Hanging out at church don't mean you're going on your way to heaven. So this man resigned a sad state in life, just simply looking to sustain any meager life that he could. But 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 look 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 at the text. The lame man asked for what he wanted. But he was about to receive what he needed. That leads me to point. To healing power. The healing power of Jesus is far more valuable than anything we could imagine or ask for. Yes, yes, verse, verses four through eight. Peter looked at him and said, Look at us. So he turned to them, expecting to get something in monetary value. He needed some money. But Peter said, I don't have silver. And King James said, I, but, um, gold and silver have I none. C.S.B. said, I don't have no money, <laughs> but what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. <laughs> Man came limping, but he's going to be leaving leaping. Then Peter put his right hand, and this is very important, lifted him at his, once his feet and ankles became strong. This man jumped up because he reached back to Peter and started walking and he entered into the temple with them. Walking, leaping and praising God. See, when God meets your needs, he may not give you what you ask for, but what he provides would always be greater than what you wanted. See, we have limited expectations. We look in this way, but God is going to bless us way over there. Sometimes we're not seeking deliverance. We're seeking just the things just to give us a a sufficiency in the moment. But God is always looking for deliverance for us. And once we get deliverance, we become like Matthew when he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. When people look at you, what do they see spiritually? Because you're a reflection of what you've been praying for. Huh? That'll work right there. That, that that the priest pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. You're a reflection of what you've been praying for. Can people see Christ in you? Can people understand what you've been going through and they see it all over your face? My brothers and sisters, we got to make sure that when people see us, that they see Jesus Christ working in and through us. Peter's reflecting, and I don't have time to go all in historical context with Peter, all his experiences leading up to this point. But Peter had done enough to where he, his faith was strong. So now he's just doing some things for the kingdom now because he used to just be off the chain. Peter was everywhere. He was up and down, high and low. You don't know what, but now here he is breaking all the rules again. Crossing over the barrier between cripples and able bodies. See, they weren't supposed to be in uh, association with anybody of lesser statue than them. But here go Peter again, touching this man as an equal, put his right hand, extended it out, took him and raised him up, acting on the faith that they had. Peter, 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 gotten so strong and bold that he was in the name of Jesus, healing folk. You got to understand where Peter come from. Got to understand what had happened to Peter. That's the way we should be transforming in our lives. There should be some development going on in our life. Isaiah 35 and 6 gave a prophecy of then the lame leap like a deer. It had been over 700 years prior to this healing. So when Jesus come, the lame would leap like a deer. Just like Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, this promise is being fulfilled. Then, lastly, number three, we look at the hallelujah impact. That the power of God gets people's attention. Verse 9 and 10, all the people saw him walking and leaping and praising God. And they recognized that he was the one who used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. You see, he was now able to give recognition to the power of Jesus Christ. And when we come to worship the Lord, worship is a recognition and celebration of who God is, what he has done, and what we are trusting him to do. The church, the church is called to make a big deal about God because this is what he deserves and I'm out of here when I tell you this that the church must speak hope into a broken life and extend help to the helpless he started to walk but soon he was leaping and praising God because he was giving response to God's work in his life. And he was making it visible and vocal. I'm out of here when I tell you this, that if God has done something for you in your life, you can't be quiet or sit still about it. God deliver me from these quiet, be still Christians. Lord deliver me from these buttoned up, shut down Christians. Because if the Lord has delivered you, if the Lord has made a way for you. If the Lord has brought you out, you ought to tell somebody that I went in limping, but now I'm leaping. I went in a shadow of myself, but now I got it all together. And it's in the name of Jesus that it all worked out. Matter of fact you ought to call his name in the midst of your trials. Call his name in the midst of your problems. Call his name Jesus and watch him work it out. Ooh, 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 ooh. Jesus Mary's baby. Call his name Jesus. Elohim, Yahshua, Emmanuel. There, be should be some excitement when you call His name. Keep your eyes on Jesus and watch Him work your life. Invitation is extended Won't he now. Do if you don't know it? Jesus. You'll be part he of your you like Won't to get to know Him better, uh, and get saved. Allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as A-B-C. Accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon.com at HouseOfPraisePP.org or you may go simply to our website www.HouseOfPraisePP.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you And standing on the promises of the Lord God bless you And we'll see you next week Pastor Mac out